Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fry Radio, episode 421 for September 8th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm another host, Mo. I'm Adriel. And I'm Kyle. Hey, did you guys miss me? Very, very much. Yeah. yeah. Did you really? Yeah. It's, it's not the same like without I, you. It has, it's felt like I haven't been on forever in two days, and it's almost like a vacation, and it was kind of, I, I'm, I was having withdrawals. I'm going, should I really come on? Should I not come on? And I was going... <laughs> I can't. I can't of be there. Of course you should. Of course you should. Yeah. On the one lot. hand, the hosts. On the other hand, the listeners. Ugh. Uh, right? Was that the, yes. the thing was going on inside you? Yeah. Yes. And then there was a couple of people. We miss you. And I'm going, oh, that's so nice to hear. But no, I'm not coming on. I can't come on. I don't remember last week why I wasn't on. Why wasn't I on last week? You had oh. I couldn't remember your excuse that day. I crashed my car, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, oh, the old, that's all right. <laughs> the old crash in the car excuse. Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I crashed my car, literally. And, yeah, that was the problem. And, um, yeah, I've been busy the rest of the week. So, anyways, glad I'm back. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. But I've yeah. seen you since. Yeah. So, Okay. Uh, why don't we get into what we did in guns? What we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. It's Canada's premier retail fire firearms retailer. So what they have in there is the unique Alpine and it's bolt action. I haven't even pulled it up yet. So let's pull that up. Oh, yeah, there's actually a few of them. So um, the Europa. Very fancy. And <laughs> the Kodiak. Is there any more down there too? Around. 2000. Yeah, they got like yeah. some PRS style things. Nordland. Yeah. So these are all actually, what are they chambered in? And 308, 6535. Oh, nice. And adjustable cheek risers and everything. It looks like you're ready to rock and roll. Comes. Does it come with a scope too? Does it say that it comes with a scope? No, no, no. not for that price. Mm. Not Let's for see. that price. But go on over to the Calgary Shooting Center uh, because, one, they're really great guys. Did I tell you that I was there? Oh, yeah, that's going to come up in what I did in guns this week. But notice the swag. I'm, like, swagged out. I got a hat and I got a shirt. And, I, yeah, I was, looking for, I was looking for a hoodie. They don't have hoodies. I went and bought this, by the way. Jeff wasn't there. Uh, but he had his team of, um, of uh, salespeople there. They were very helpful. I got some... Never mind. I'm going to talk about it and what I did in guns this week. But I'm not going to do what I did in guns this week because everybody, you need to go and get a sandwich and a drink because it's a big one. Um, Adriel will go with you first and then we'll get the rest, uh, everybody else. And then maybe our guests will be on. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Adriel, what did you do in guns? I went and did a maple seed and drum heller uh, mm -hmm. on the weekend. That was uh, That was very neat. Uh, so the, you've you've been there, but the Drumheller Range is beautiful. It's it's, uh, it's right inside the hills of uh, of Drumheller. 
so it's like got a very picturesque backdrop and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's gorgeous. And, uh, I camped out there the night before. Uh, so I just drove down the night before camped out and, uh, did the event event went, uh, pretty well, pretty, oh, pretty nice event. Yeah. We, um, did a different setup than we typically do. We we set up under the shelters, which was nice because although it was like it was like really chilly in the morning, I think it got down to uh, two degrees overnight. Uh, during the day, it got up to twenty seven. So exactly. having having the shelters was Welcome really nice. Welcome to Alberta. Yeah, mm-hmm. quite a mm-hmm. quite a yeah. swing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone went from like sweaters and uh, and a jacket over top of that in the morning to uh, to shorts and t shirts in the afternoon. <laughs> but so uh, how'd it go? fantastic yeah really yeah. great day yeah um good improvement with uh, with our shooters like our, our mad minute uh results were were pretty good um mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. not as good as your one day there but pretty good pretty good 400 percent. yeah that was a, no, that was a I, good day i feel like you sandbagged me somehow like uh, when, nope. when they were just starting totally. out and you got you guys got to do totally this didn't. standing for the morning one <laughs> something so right <laughs> the, lo- the one that i just did i said that i said okay everybody my suggested position is standing and they all looked at me and i said i'm just kidding and then afterwards <laughs> at the end i explained it but they they were great in the morning and they were great in the afternoon i said this is not winning me a sandwich anybody not happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah Anyways. i tell everyone about the contest and they all <laughs> do their best <laughs> in the before afternoon. after they shoot <laughs> <laughs> the afternoon that's i tell them before they shoot i'm like oh man i got this little contest going on you're like you're repping me here now so i don't tell them please do your best afterwards mm-hmm. i put the pressure on early <laughs> <laughs> i said this is just fun go and have fun you know Mm-mm. anyways no no not to win can't have fun uh <laughs> yeah it was, it was a good event um ran into listener uh jan so uh he's a listener of slime fire and watches some hunting gear guy stuff and that kind of thing. So that was kind of cool. And, uh, uh, oh yeah, all sorts of people patched. Um, one of our, uh, Brian, one of the guys who, who helps us all out a lot with uh, BTSA, he was out mm-hmm. there and he patched and, cool. uh, good. yeah, yeah, it was a good day. Uh, then we had our shoot boss call on Monday and, uh, that was all you right. got to speak to me then too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Got to speak to you then too. And, uh, yeah. Tom was on that one. We're just like, oh yeah, we have, we have two Alberta people to talk now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he's like, he's talking to people and setting up events. Like, oh. He's another Adriel. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I get someone else to uh, to set up events. Uh my throat's a little bit rough because I'm like coming over a cold. It's not the Rona. Got a <laughs> test. Unfortunately, not the Rona. I just got some plain like pleb cold going on here. Not this super Rona or Delta variant or anything cool like that. Super disappointing. Uh, well, there's always hope. Late, maybe later. Yeah, maybe I'll get like the, the Lambda variant yeah. or the Theta variant or something yeah. like that. Something really cool. Uh, and then this came in the mail today. What? Not the gun. The this part here. This is a Mantis X. It's a oh, little yeah. hickey you put on your gun, and then it, it measures your trigger control and, and trigger press. Um, I thought you had one of those already. Matthew had one of those already. No, and I, I had the math. laser thing. I had the laser thing where you like okay. laser gets. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought you had the mantis as well, but I knew. Yeah. Tri- or sorry, I knew Matthew had one, but I thought you bought one too, but you didn't. No, oh, I straight up asked him for a free one. I'm like, look, I want a free one. I'll review it, and they're like, okay. So. I, I, I would. You gotta try that. Ones. You gotta, you gotta yeah. try that. No, I, I hate doing for, that. I, I, I paid for my hat. 
after our show. I paid for that. No, just kidding. Mm. But uh, yeah, maybe I will. Do, no, I won't. Or, that. or for free. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. Do that. Uh, I got a fancy oh, flashlight. Okay. That's. Uh, I actually bought one of these, the the older version, and they came up with a newer one. I'm like, yo, why don't you send me one of those for free? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> this is the way you got to do things. See, that's how you're it's on, done, a, you're on a radio show. You could you have a following. You could be uh, asking for free stuff. Yeah, I could be, but speaking really. of not free on loan, check this guy out. Nice. Now, uh, some of the listeners would be like, "Oh, it kind of looks like a Type eighty one, but it's yeah. Kind of like a, oh boy, looks like a it's got an AK safety on there. That's weird." Uh, and that's because this is a it is it, it's a Valmet. There's a Valmet uh, LMG. So this one's in three hundred eight, and uh, it's, it's got cool. uh, it's got a bipod on there. Which I don't know. I guess it's handy if you were to have a, a non five round magazine, but just a five round mag. Your friends have some really cool guns, by the way. Mm-hmm. And some odd tastes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you're going to do a review on it? Yes. No. Maybe. Yes. Yep. Okay. Boy, I wonder, I wonder if I should shoot a deer with it. <laughs> That'd be funny. It, uh, yeah. It would be different. Got a, got a while, got a while still yet to uh, yeah. to get there, but it's got some weight to it. I would imagine this is going to be soft shooting uh, out at the range, and uh, it's in fantastic condition. So, I've got some pics up on my Facebook page right now, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'd like to take it up to the range, shoot it a bit, shoot some of that crappy Norinco stuff through it. Maybe some Hurtenberger. Actually, I got a whole bunch of different kinds of three hundred eight I could throw through that thing. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. What uh, are you planning to go this weekend? Or what do you got on tap for that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't actually have any. Visual. Like, all my handguns are like not mine anymore, and they're like getting they're getting moved to different houses and stuff like that. So uh, I have a I don't have a lot of guns here. So I got this one. Mm. I have to go somewhere to get ammo for this gun. Oh, one thing that's kind of interesting on this, I'll just show it just because I thought it was fun, kind of neat. Take a look at that break. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's for? You put wire in there and I like, give it a twist to like get it real tangled and shoot and then it breaks the wire. So it's for, it's for breaking like wire uh, uh, as you're going along. Wow. So it's hmm. to use for concertina wire or or basically yeah. wire cutter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll be cutting any wire like that. It's it's not high up on my priority. Mm-hmm. You're just out setting up the three gun match. <laughs> <laughs> I got something for this. Let's <laughs> uh yeah, a buck around, a buck every time you cut the wires. You get yeah. you get to the price of a wire cutter very quickly. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good yeah. point. But it's yeah. a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it is. For the first yeah. couple, yeah. More expedient. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's it for me. Uh Kyle, what about you? Uh not much for me. Uh, I went down at the range over the weekend working on building the wall for improvements. So we actually had a good group of guys down there for that and good amount of progress. We actually got the forward wall half done. So basically the one side of it done. And I actually have pictures that I can bring up and show. Cool. Damn you. <laughs> Sorry. So, give two seconds. There. So this is looking back at the shooting Ooh. line. We ended up building uh, these windows 
around and with a ledge that you, the mu- muzzle can't go any higher than that. So you can't get your sea sky <clears throat> over the wall. And then there's what you'd be looking at. So it's not your ideal shooting situation, but for our situation, we figured it was the best. And so you got this slot and you see your target through that slot there. And there you are. We sat down on the bench with the rifle many times. And I said, maybe not the most ideal situation, but we're in a situation where we cannot, we're not allowed to see any sky. We have to basically stop any round from having even a sliver of a chance from leaving. So that's what we got. Hmm. That's a better option than like um, Lethbridge has like these baffles like all over the place and they look great, but they're they're super expensive. So that's probably the cheaper option to uh, to go. We had baffles and actually you can kind of see it on the side, but they were old telephone poles. So back in the day when this range was originally built, those were okay. Well, guidelines Mm -hmm. have changed and those are not appropriate baffles anymore. So. Yeah, that was that was basically my week in guns. Mo, uh, this weekend was the Quebec Ipsic Provincials. Uh, I drove, which were at uh, the Valcartier Military Base near Quebec City. Uh, I drove there Friday morning because I was going to work Friday and Saturday. Uh, it was a bit of an adventure when I got there because it was the first time I was there. I guess I was expecting that I would pull up to a gate and there would be somebody there and, you know, would let me in and sh- like point me in the right direction. But it was Sherpa just like a- or, or maybe like a squire, someone who would like <laughs> hold your guns for you. Somebody holding a rifle right that way, would sir. stay that way. No. And uh, so I was like driving around. I didn't know where I was going. I thought I would see signs. And later on, when I saw how easy it was to get to the actual range control, it was fine. But the, just when I got there was adventure. Um, so I worked, uh, so they, it was set up, um, there were three ranges, uh, four stages at each one. And there was two of the ranges were about six kilometers in. And then there was another one that was like another six kilometers after that. And, uh, I ended up working, uh, the, the last range for a couple squads, uh, on the Friday, and then I went back on the Saturday for a full day, and I ended up working at a couple of different other ranges, a few more squads. So I ended up seeing all the stages ahead of time, which was kind of neat. And then I and I already had an idea of like watching people shoot. I already had an idea. Okay, I see that most people are doing it this way, and so I kind of had stuff already like cemented in my head. And um, weather wise, it was great because it was. Uh, it, coolish coolish in the morning and then even in the afternoon it wasn't it wasn't too hot and then we almost made it out of there on sunday without rain and then it just started the last few stages started pouring and it turned out to be like the trickiest stage they had one set up where uh there was a plank and there ended up being a lot of dqs and i have because i saw personally i saw a couple people dq on that plank because you know they're trying to game it and run as quickly across like to get Mm -hmm. to these middle targets and, uh, you know, a few people slip, and when they slip, then they lose control of the, to the muzzle. So when I got to that point, it was actually raining, but I didn't, I didn't game it at all. I just kind of like turtle, turtled it across. <laughs> and because uh, the last thing, it was like my, my 12th to 12 stages, the last thing I was going to do is DQ on the, <laughs> the final one. 
Um, overall, it was a great experience. So it was so much fun. The stages were great. Uh, met a lot of good people. And uh, definitely going to be going back next year, especially now that I know exactly, you know, the lay of the land for the base and stuff. And uh, I signed up for a, a steel challenge this uh, Saturday at Eastern Ontario. Cool. I yeah, I haven't done one in a while, but it's 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 neat because like I don't have to stress about like uh, stage planning or whatever. I it, I mean it's pretty straightforward what you're shooting, right? So it's mm -hmm. just about a, about a good draw and good transitions, and I just love the sound of you know the plink off the steel. It's it's, it's, it's yeah yeah it's such a it's such a rush, especially when you got a good groove and you're going across and it's just like blink blink blink, and um, so uh, that'll be. Um, That'll be this weekend, and then I signed up for uh, another Ipsic match at Cornwall. That's going to be in two weekends. And then uh, uh, how about you, Kelly? Um, well, actually, we, why don't we defer oh. me? Because guess what? Wilson! Wilson! <laughs> Wilson's oh, on. So our special guest good. is on. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Mo? I was just saying hi. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> hi, guys. Hi, guys. Anyway, so what we're going to do is uh, let me just uh, – uh, I think it might be a great idea to share this also within the CCFR so that people know what's going on. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Let me see here. Uh, Sorry, I've been running my butt off, so I have not been on social media. Yeah. You busy – Come on. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm just hanging out in the hot tub. I got my feet up. <laughs> wine. There's nothing going on. Really? Why am I not there? Come on. <laughs> okay. I'm sharing it too so that my my friends will come and watch. Okay. And share to a group. There we go. Okay. All right. I also turn my ringer off because I can guarantee it's going to ring 28 times while I'm talking to you. So, yeah. Yeah. Just a little busy, huh? Yeah. It's a little, a little crazy over here. Uh, thanks for having me on, by the way. There's a lot going on. I know there's uh, lots of unrest and upset people, and I am one of them. Um, but at the same time, there's a, a, a job I need to try my best to help accomplish. And lots of people are helping me out with that. And that is to ensure that Justin Trudeau isn't the prime minister by the 21st of September. So yeah, you're here. I yeah. am the prime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's, mm -hmm. let's first of all, before we, um, well, everybody, this is Tracy Wilson. She is the lobbyist for the CCFR or the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights. She's probably the busiest and hardest working woman right now for gun owners in Canada. So just wanted to say thank you, by the way. I apologize to you for my hair. I just remembered, like, I'm down here in the, uh, in the war room all day trying to work on the plan and this is this is literally what you get <laughs> so, okay <laughs> whatever so why don't we actually talk about a few things first why do you think that um why don't we why don't you just tell us your analysis of how things are going for gun owners in canada uh and uh with the election that's coming up on the 20th and what your your thoughts are on it well, I got to tell you, things have taken some some funny turns. So going into this election, of course, Justin Trudeau was regarded as a, a sure thing, right? He was already the prime minister. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was already able to accomplish everything he wanted with the support of the NDP and the bloc without issue. So the entire reason 
for this election is sort of unclear, other than the fact that we know full well he was looking to increase his power to be a majority government. Right. Now, he thought he had it in the bag. And to be perfectly honest, I think a lot of the liberal and conservative pundits thought the same. And then, you know, day two, the first full day of the campaign, the CPC drops this massive, you know, I don't know, 106-page policy document that was slick and ready to go and complete. Um, just, I honestly, Aaron O'Toole came out like a freight train and yeah, he was yeah. nailing it. He was doing really well politically. He was hitting all the right buttons. Um, you know, Justin Trudeau sort of, he's just running this campaign of negativity, which usually doesn't really bode well with voters, particularly when this is a completely unnecessary election in the middle of a pandemic while our allies in Afghan Afghanistan are being deserted and BC's on fire. Like the, it was, it was just blowing up for him. And that to me was delicious. Like that was going perfect. And then we get to the French debate. So um, at the French debate, of course, when you're desperate, you've got nothing new to offer Canadians. You are, you know, slacking in the polls. You're not doing well. You need a channel changer. And every gun owner in this country knows that means we're about to take a hit over the head. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened. So Justin Trudeau, of course, brought up the um, the issue of Aaron O'Toole's original CPC policy platform promise of repealing both C-71 and the May 1, 2020 OIC gun ban. So there was some clever language going on there. O'Toole thought he had outsmarted him by saying, oh, I'm going to keep the assault rifle ban in place. And it was a word game between the two leaders. Yeah, because was. Aaron O'Toole was referring to the original assault uh, rifle ban from 1977 that saw basically full auto be prohibited, right? And technically, I believe... In order to be classified as a an assault rifle, your rifle's got to have full auto capabilities. So we don't have that. We haven't had that since 1977, and nobody was promising to bring that back. So that's where it laid. And he thought he was pretty clever, you know, playing that little word game. Um, the problem is, of course, when he played that word game and then being constantly questioned about it and harped on it for two days, it brought a lot of attention mm -hmm. to the returning of this gun ban. Now, I know for our community, it's very difficult to see any sort of flip-flop or shift in policy, but we have to, I'm not making excuses for him because I'm also furious, but at the same time, I'm able to sit back, you know, I'm in a lot of different groups that have nothing to do with guns. I have seven big screens on all day long, 24-7 watching politics. Overturning that gun ban only sat well with our community. Mm -hmm. It did it well with the majority of Canadians. It didn't sit well with the majority of Conservatives either. So there comes a time when you got to make a decision. So I, his his idea, he came out I think on Monday, did a a, a second like a, a press conference where he addressed this issue and he opened up with a clarification on his policy and it did absolutely shift. It shifted from I'm going to overturn the May 1, 2020 gun ban, but I'll leave full auto prohibited you know, and a, and a variety of other measures to I'm going to leave the May 1, 2020 OIC gun ban in place while we review it with a panel of experts 
and we'll start classifying firearms based on functionality and have experts classify them rather than politicians. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it's not reported that way. It's reported, well, O'Toole flip-flipped on his, flip-flopped on his oh, I see gun ban and he's not going to overturn it now. And, you know, it sends everybody on both sides of this debate into a tailspin because number one, the anti-gunners or the people without knowledge of firearms are super confused now. So what what's happening now? So you're not keeping it or you are keeping it. You know, nobody seemed to really understand and that caused even more problems. Yeah. And gunners full well understood what this meant for them. Um, for the most part, if they were able to to read the second part of what he said, and it you know it didn't do any any great favors uh, for for him with gun owners. Now the problem is, um, does something like this cost him some gun votes? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely it does. There's no denying it. But I gotta tell you, and I know this is this is a difficult conversation, and it's going to be hard for people to hear. It gained him more votes outside the gun community than it lost him. And that's actually what he needs to do right now in order for, yeah, we're that's, like, what, he, that's what he needs to do. What is our, yeah, what is our goal? The truth is whether we like it or not, whoever you're, you're pulling for voting for or cheering for at the end of the day, one of two guys is going to be the next prime minister of Canada. And it's either Justin Trudeau or Aaron O'Toole. We've had 43 general elections. 25 have been liberal. 18 have been conservative. Nobody else has ever won and nobody else will win this particular election. So, I mean, we're, we're at this crossroads where, you know, we know the devil, you know, and the devil you're not sure of. Um, At the same time, I also, you know, I I think about it in a, in a long-term game. Everybody always says to me, can we, can we get a government that will finally do something that might be a little more permanent that we're not always going back and forth like a football, you know, gun bans, not gun bans, you know, this man, now it's unbanned. And honestly, this would be a little bit more of a permanent solution for gun owners. It may not be as quick, but I think in the long run, it would be more more of a permanent solution. It, and we all full well know if we're basing classification based on functionality and not scary pictures, then, mm. you know. Yeah. You're talking I mean, this is a simplified classification, right? Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this yeah. isn't a bad thing for, for gun owners, really. Yeah. Now. Um, you know, I've been called every name in the book over the last 72 hours over this called a shill and all kinds of nasty things by PPC supporters or people who are just fed up. And, and I get it. I am totally fed up too. I was standing in the middle of my war room. I've got the screen on. I'm standing there watching an Aaron O'Toole. I'm having a sip of coffee and it was all over the floor by the time you said it, right? I'm, I'm with you on it. But at the same time, you know, we're not going to win every battle and the battles that we do win need to be long battles. They need yeah. to be the long game. We've got to start focusing on repairing the mess that is the firearms act and the criminal code when it pertains to firearms, we've got to start looking at a long-term solution for repairing that. So, you know, at the same time, the CCFR has their massive court challenge. If Aaron O'Toole was to, Excuse, excuse me, was to sneak out a, a win on this election, which I think is in grave jeopardy right now. Um, he would then become, of course, the defendant in our court case. So there's some interesting angles there. It's just, it's a really complex uh, situation and a, a very difficult conversation to have that the majority of Canadians don't really know anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, we're doing our best. We've got a massive education campaign uh, ongoing. We started off with billboards all across the country. I think we had 62 of them yeah. all across the country. Uh, very simple. It just directed people to gundebate.ca, which is sort of our, our sister website. And on there, it's basically an entire uh, library of resources for, well, for anybody. They're not just yeah. for gun owners. They're for anyone who wants to learn about the situation. And there was a great introductory video. And then we um, decided that's not going to cut it. We need to do more than that. So we've invested about $152,000 in a massive TV and radio campaign, which started. When did it, when did it come out? So it came out today, actually, it's been a bit of a delay. It was supposed to start last week, um, but Elections Canada likes to hold on to my application for third-party political advertiser you know, just keep their finger on it and not let it slide across the desk to me. So I was waiting, waiting. And of course, Bell Media isn't going to put out this type of political advertising no. without a guarantee that I've I've got my status. So it came in late uh, Friday. And of course, it's a long weekend. <clears throat> so we started with some digital stuff over the weekend because we can, you know, you can just click the button on that anytime. But this morning I was having a coffee and on comes the commercial and I, I don't know. I guess it was my first coffee of the day. I kind of forgot it was coming on that morning, uh, this morning. So I just sort of, you know, almost spit coffee everywhere again, like, hey, there it is. So so where uh, is it available? Where can people see it? Well, you can see it. It's all over CTV and global. So it'll be on all the um, all the news shows like the six o'clock news, 10 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news, the morning news. And then it's it's um, it's kind of sprinkled throughout really excuse me, really popular TV shows um, all throughout the day. It's also on TSN and it's also in every football game. I I demanded that because I, yeah, I think it's really important. I mean, football uh, guys might not be gun owners, um, but the message in this commercial is really simple. You can find it on our social media and it's basically like, look, hey, Regardless of what you think about if I should own that gun or this gun, at the end of the day, I think Canadians know that licensed legal gun owners are not a source of crime and violence that we're seeing in our streets. Mm-hmm. Um, having a government that refuses to focus on that leads to, of course, more crime and violence. So mm-hmm. so I think that's a message that will really resonate with Canadian voters. It's not meant to be directed uh, for a gun owning audience. It's meant to be directed at everybody else because... Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I don't need every Canadian to be a gun owner, a gun owner, although that would be super cool. I need them to stop supporting bad policy. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully this helps. So so the, there's sound bites from it that are going to be on radio as well. So not the pictures, although the pictures are fantastic. And one of the reasons yeah. why I say the pictures are fantastic, it's um, majority of it is uh, females, um, kids. I did yeah. pick a couple of them, yeah. I know. <laughs> and some of our uh, good friends are in there, some of the ladies. Yeah. Um, I Maybe that was me. Like, I don't know if that was just my influence. I, I did provide a whole series of pictures for them. And, of course, you know, some of them we were using, and then we took them out because they had ARs. You yeah. know, they were dated pictures. And you know, there were some where we weren't using ARs, but you could see them on the rack in the background. and. Uh, we thought, you know what, like the legal team over when you're producing stuff for television or radio, the legal team that combs through your stuff is is wild. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult. And every little word is scrutinized. And 
Um, you know, even things like when I said, like I wrote the verbiage for these commercials. And when I said uh, uh, legal licensed gun owners aren't a major source of, of crime and violence, I had to prove it. When I said that we have a liberal government that's unwilling or unable to combat crime, I had to prove it. So there was a whole bunch of work I, I had to do just to prove literally every word that I say. So it was exhausting getting it out, but it's out there now. It's all approved by legal. It's all backed up with um, stats. So it's not just propaganda. It mm-hmm. is verified and verifiable. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's Canadians out there who maybe are a little confused on the topic that might take a second look saying, you're right. The liberals have completely failed to address crime and violence. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's available on the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights page. It's a public page. You can share it. It's shared on our page already as well, as well as our private pages. So if you want to, listeners, you can click on it and share it through there. Make sure that you actually do share it through your public pages and that as well and tell people about it. And, you know, as uh, Tracy said, it's going to be on. This is like the first time ever that I think that this has ever been done where an advocacy group that supports gun owners in Canada have prime time. Uh, advertising for Canadian gun owners and on radio as well. So this is like, I've seen, uh, I've seen the doctors or I've seen uh, the political parties have the time. Now we can have some equal time as well. So, well, that's it. And it's, it's incredibly expensive. Um, I mean, for a two week campaign, we are running it very heavy. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be played a lot. Like if you're watching a show on global or CTV, don't be surprised to see it two or three times. Right. Um, that's, yeah, that's sort of the idea. Originally it was going to span over three weeks, but with the delays with elections, Canada, um, granting me my, uh, third party political advertiser status, it sort of put a delay and he said, well, do you want to, do you want to trim off the campaign? And I'm like, you know what, I've got budget for it. Let's just increase the frequency of what you're playing these, um, these commercials. And he's like, wow, really? And I'm like, he said, that's a big budget for two weeks. I'm like, it, this is the most important two weeks in in our history. I mean, we're like, yeah. if we blow it, we're done, right? And we are very close to blowing it right now. Yeah. Um, in fact, my advice to everybody out there is just uh, just just sit back. Um, I've been watching on Twitter. There's global yeah. and CBC journalists who are screenshotting stuff out of another gun group and spreading it all over and Bill Blair's retweeting it. And this stuff just grows legs and walks away yeah. from you. You know, one little comment where you're like, Hey, don't worry, we're going to get this, you know, next thing you know, it's all over Twitter and all over everywhere. And voters are reading that stuff. Yeah. Like I'm, uh, I'm about to head out on the road myself uh, Friday to spend the rest of the election out on the road and I've got a lot of people saying, do you want me to connect you with some CPC candidates? And I'm like, I don't want to see any candidates from any party. I, that's not what this is about. My mission, 100%, is to do my best uh, to ensure that Justin Trudeau doesn't win this election, period. Okay, so let's talk about this. You're going to be heading out onto the road. So where particularly are you going? Are you going to those, you know, those conservative writings that we know? Or where are you going that's going to make a difference? So I've I've sort of uh, I've got a list of writings that are vulnerable. So you can't really go by what the um, you know, what the results were back in 2019. It was a yeah. different leader then. It was a different election. I know a lot of people are, are referring to that and it's really not accurate. But if you go to 338 Canada, they have a national map there. 
<clears throat> and it's a really cool tool. You can sort of zoom in and zoom out. So, you know, I'm looking at where can I make the greatest impact in the shortest amount of time? I have 10 days. I got 10 days on the road. You know, sure, I would love to be in Quebec and out New Brunswick and here and there. I'd love to be all over. I really need to focus on where I can have the biggest impact. And of course, that's in the GTA. Yeah. So that's where I'm personally headed. Um, I've got 260,000 pamphlets. And so the pamphlets that you have are like amazing. There's a lot of work that's yeah, been put into them. And uh, the pamphlets are here. Okay. Um, I'm just getting Ashley to bring my. Oh, you're texting her. She yeah. <laughs> okay. She's upstairs, so I don't want to scream because we're we're live, right? So, <laughs> I mean, in this house, I am a screamer. I'm always screaming at everybody to do this, do that, go out and get my glasses, go here. They're they're a great help, and I'm sorry that I'm always yelling at the children, but um, <laughs> no, they're pretty great. So um, she's on her way down. I can hear. So I've got two hundred and sixty thousand of these being printed, which I, that's over a quarter of a million pamphlets. Thank you, Ashley. And what they are is they say, meet your liberal team. They've got a lovely picture of Mr. Trudeau here. Um, mm. There's a website here that you can go to it and you can actually see a PDF of this. Um, but at the same time, I'll show you what it's for. So when I sent this to the printer, they, they print a lot of gun stuff for me and they're sort of like, why is this? It's, yeah. it's, it's really inviting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's yeah. beautiful. If you're a liberal supporter, you're going to want to read it. Sure. Yeah. You want to read all about it. And yeah, because right inside is all about their, um, you know, his promises for a commitment to truth and transparency. Mm. There's all his failures. Yeah. That's a great picture. That's more suitable. Um, <laughs> his, uh, the failures to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. This isn't really about guns, but um, that's the point. Uh, the mismanagement of the vaccine acquisition, uh, managing Canada's finances, you can see in the red, that's where we are under a Trudeau government right now. And it goes on and on, incompetence and corruption. There's lots of pages there. So once you get inside, you learn all about it. And every page, everybody knows how these work. Every page has, here we are, has the QR code. Yeah. And you scan that with your phone and it takes you to liberalref.ca, which is liberal like reference. Right? That's what it means. Liberalref.ca. And everything we say in here, because that's one thing at the CCFR, we don't lie. So mm -hmm. everything in here is backed up on that website. That's the resource website where it says, you know, okay, on page one, we say this, here's where it's from. Here's the evidence. So nobody can accuse us of lying. Because it's, you know, I called it propaganda in the podcast with Rod. And that's not really accurate because it's truthful. This is 100% truthful information. Um, but it's it's laid out in a manner in which I think it's inviting and easy for Canadians to learn about the real, you know, life under, under a Justin Trudeau government. So there is a little section on, um, you know, on, on the gun stuff on you know, their claims to keep Canada safe and how, you know, shootings and crime have actually risen dramatically under a Trudeau government. That's it. That's the whole section on guns. This entire thing put together by the evil gun lobby isn't about guns, because to be perfectly honest, guns aren't an issue for Canadian voters unless liberal uh, politicians and their media are making it one. Mm -hmm. I think 
I think Canadians have a lot of other more important issues that they want to talk about. And I want to talk about it with them. So I'm jumping. I rented like a creepy, like white van, you know, one of those. (laughs) But yeah, and I'm going to head, uh, I'm going to start in Kingston on Friday afternoon. Yep. I'm going to land in at SFRC at about four o'clock. I will have literally um, about 120,000 of these with me. I'm going to leave 10,000 with Ryan at SFRC. So if you're not able to come out and meet me Friday at four, that's cool. Stop by the store. The idea here is even if you went in and picked up a hundred, and went out, you know, one evening with your kids or take your dog for a walk or whatever and just drop them in mailboxes, especially in, in uh, vulnerable ridings. Yeah. The idea is just to disseminate this information. And with 10 days, I'm one guy. I, I, I literally just can't make it to 260,000 houses. So I am asking for help. Um, and then we're going to meet at 630 right in Kingston at the shoppers at the corner of Centennial and Princess. Mm-hmm. And we're this is sort of a vanity project, just like our vanity election. Um, even though Mark Garretson's uh, polling pretty high in his riding, I absolutely can't live with myself if I don't <laughs> if I don't go um, speak to his constituents and, and remind them of uh, the corrupt, deceitful, terrible government that they're supporting. So, yeah, so we're going to do that. And then I don't know. Do you have time to hear the the rest of the tour? Yeah, tell us. Okay, okay. I'll I'll go a little quicker through it. Um, so that's, that's Friday. That's what I got for Friday, Saturday morning at 10 AM. I'm going to head to greater Napanee Gunworks, which is on Richmond Boulevard in Napanee. Uh, same kind of idea. I'm calling this the big, the big pamphlet drop. I'm going to drop 10,000 there. Of course, you can come get some out of my creepy van with me if you want. Uh, that's <laughs> fine too. And the idea is there, I want people to target, uh, Belleville and Bay of Quinty because those yeah. are Bay of Quinty, especially is very vulnerable to, uh, um, like we can get that riding pretty easily. Yeah. So I'm looking at that. Uh, then at noon, I'll be at Accuracy Plus in Peterborough. They're right on the highway. Um, I'll do a pamphlet drop there. And then we're going to be meeting right in town in Peterborough, Kawartha. Again, this is this is a little bit of a vanity project as well. Uh, there's a theme here. But that's Miriam Montsaf's riding. And um, mo- most anybody who knows me knows I come from a huge military family, I always say there's 69 combined years of service um, just in my immediate family alone, right? And she uh, she made some really inappropriate comments when referring to the Taliban and called them her brothers. So mm-hmm. although she's tanking in the polls really bad, which is absolutely um, appropriate, mm-hmm. I still want to go and hit her riding a little bit. So we're going to meet at the Del Quarry Park on St. George uh, Street, on George Street, sorry, and uh, yeah, we're going to go talk to her neighbors and constituents and ask them what they think about the brothers. So that's the idea. Six o'clock that night, I will be at Firearms Outlet Canada. So this is still Saturday, Saturday at 6 p.m. Firearms Outlet Canada, our friends at FOC and Ajax doing a pamphlet drop. And then 7.30 at Target Sports in Gormley. Same idea. I'm going to do a pamphlet drop there. So my my first trip across will mostly be doing pamphlet drops and then I'll come back with the rest of them and we'll we'll do a little more canvassing. Sunday morning I'm gonna canvas actually in Scarborough Southwest. Although Bill Blair is not really in jeopardy of losing his riding, I think he should be. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, again, vanity project. So selfish fun. I literally put selfish fun on the website. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna cross canvas into Scarborough Agen Court because it is um it is extremely vulnerable. The Liberals are really at risk of losing it, and I think they should. So I haven't got a location for that yet. You can find all this right on the FirearmRights.ca website uh, slash election tour. It's all there. Um, I got to find somebody who knows a good spot where we'll have a place to park and then get out and walk. Um, one o'clock, I'll be at Select Shooting Supplies in Cambridge doing a pamphlet drop on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, this is Sunday. And then at 3.30, I'm heading over to Shooter's Choice in Waterloo. Um, again, doing a, a pamphlet drop there. And that's to target uh, Kitchener Centre and St. Catharines, both really vulnerable. Um, Monday at 10 a.m., I'll be at Bullseye North in London. London. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't know where the hell I'm going. Sorry, I'm reading notes. Um, and then at noon on Monday, I'll be at NAS Guns and Ammo. Um, they're just so great. They're not even open on Mondays, but they're going to go in and open the store and be there to greet me. And so I've made Facebook events on the CCFR uh, official page for all of these, just so that, you know, if you click going, it'll give you reminders, right? So you don't forget. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll be posting a ton of live videos from the road. This tour is going to have a lot more dates and places added. This first strike across the GTA is basically a massive pamphlet drop. I've got to drop off 120,000 pamphlets on this trip. So it's a lot of driving. I'm doing it all alone. So if you are available to come out and help me, I, I would love your help. Or even just come out to the gun shops and, yeah. and say hi, give me some support and uh, grab some pamphlets. And you can go out and help your neighbors meet their liberal team. Awesome. Great work. Yeah, a lot so of work that, too. That's a lot of boots yeah. to the ground uh, mess. And of course, with Rod being off, um, yeah. yeah, with Rod being off with cancer, it's kind of uh, I'm not on my own this time. So yeah, come on out and give me a hand and support the CCFR. We are literally killing ourselves to do everything we can to um, to try our best to work for gun owners. So yeah, it would be awesome. More people, the better. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So go to the website. We'll post it as well. So people will know where you're at and the uh, right. times and also just grab some pamphlets, go out and talk to her. And oh, why don't we talk about that just a little bit? Because I think you actually already talked about it when you were talking about uh, the Twitter pages and snapshots of those and that. So when you're talking to the neighbors, what types of things should you want to be respectful, in other well, words. Here's, here's the thing, you know, realistically, if you're not comfortable speaking to people, and I mean, door knocking and cold calling can be pretty intimidating yeah. and pretty difficult. And especially as gun owners, that's kind of all I ever want to talk about, right? Nobody mm -hmm. else wants to talk about it. Trust me. I try and talk to my neighbors all the time about gun stuff. And they're like, yeah, what about this, right? Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, if you stuff them in mailboxes, that's okay too. If they've got a screen door between the screen door, um, we've got, uh, s some ideas, you know, Rod likes the idea of maybe hanging outside a Canadian tire or a Costco, you may get kicked out, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, if you can last 10 minutes, you can get a lot of these into the hands of shoppers, right? Um, I think the idea is to give people this information, they're going to look at it and it, it looks very nice and lovely, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm thinking people would sit down and okay let's 
let's meet these guys and, and see what they're going to do next. And when they open that, they're in for a big surprise. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, if, if somebody is outside and you hand it to them or whatever, or you do want a door knock, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of door knocking because you're sort of, you know, maybe interrupting dinner or whatever. But if you, if you got somebody, what I would say is just, Hey, um, you know, my name's Tom. I'm just out and about. I'm uh, worried about the state of our country. And I'd really like you to take a couple minutes and read this through when you've got, got some time and that's it. Like I would just keep it simple. Don't get into a big debate because you don't want to be fighting with them. Um, they'll videotape you and put you on social media. So my advice is if you can get this into their mailboxes, into their hands, uh, coming out of a store or wherever, let's get creative. We've got 10 days to get rid of 260,000 pamphlets. I am sending 30,000 out to BC. I'm just waiting on a confirmation from Reliable Gun and another 30,000 out to New Brunswick um, to the gun dealer. I believe I'm just waiting for confirmation from them too. But I will add all of that to the link. It'll all be in there. So you'll you'll know where you can go to get your hands on some of these, these tasty little books. Yeah. Because we're pretty sure that other provinces like Alberta, are not, we know that those where those are going to swing. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you had six months to do this, it would be a different story. I'd print yeah. 20 million of them and I would saturate the country with them. Yeah. Uh, we have 10 days and, and where you're going to have the most impact, you're going to have it in the GTA. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And we're focusing on swing ridings. Like people are asking, you know, are, are you going to go to Pierre Polyev's riding? No, he's pulling at like 70% or something. I'm like, hmm. no. No, this is literally just where we've got chances and then a couple of selfish uh, fun stops too, which will make great social media posts and live videos. So, right. Okay. Wonderful yeah. work. Thank you so much. Uh, is there any, uh, anything else that you think that people should like the, there's another going, well, there's a, a, um, a French language tonight and there's an English language tomorrow night. So anything yeah. that you so people will be talking, guns will be brought up again, I'm sure, oh, yeah. especially in English. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, and they will. They, so, the liberals are making bank off of this, actually. Right? And mm -hmm. I, I, I hate it. I, I can't believe that this useless, unnecessary pandemic election is now turning into a referendum on gun control. It's, it's awful because it's not a, you cannot win an election on repealing a gun ban, but you sure can lose one. So... Yeah. This is a, a, a hard thing because, of course, it pushes gun owners into a corner and makes them feel like they've been betrayed. And, you know, I kind of feel that way, too. But at the end of the day, I also I, I'm not going anywhere. So I'm in for the long game and I would like a more permanent solution. I would like experts to classify my guns and not a bunch of stiff suits in Ottawa with this Ottawa knows best attitude deciding what should be prohibited based on a scary picture, right? Like I, I'm all about it. So, um, so, you know, I'm mad, but I'm not mad at the same time. Um, and I think we, we really, honestly, this isn't a, a topic that is going to do Aaron O'Toole any favors. And yeah, I just, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Let's talk about liberal failures and corruption. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's how you have an opportunity to at least, get uh, Justin Trudeau out of the uh, captain seat. And that should be the focus of everybody. PPC, CPC, NDP, everybody. So right. 
I think we can all agree that we've had just enough Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay yeah. the course is what I like to say. Stay the yeah. Course. Stay the course. Hold the line. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it's a tough spot to be in and I get it. Like I, as frustrated as everybody is, this is my life 24 hours a day from five in the morning to 11 at night. This is all I do. All I talk about. And it's just, it's catastrophic when something like this happens. It feels that way to me, right? I yeah. take it personally. And then I, I know I have to turn around and look at my community and answer, answer like when they say, well, what the hell happened, Tracy? Well, what happened was this was hung around his neck like a stinking albatross. And mm-hmm. it was doing exactly the job Trudeau wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. So we can keep harping on it and putting out stupid things and saying stupid things in our groups and letting the CBC capture it. And, you know, tighten that that stinking albatross around his neck. Or we can refocus Canadians on what really matters, right? And mm-hmm. I, to me, this shouldn't even be a debate. I don't, I don't want Aaron O'Toole or anybody else to talk about guns. I want to talk about um, the future for this country, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. those wise words. Yeah. So just, you know, have a little faith, too. Like, just, I... I I put on on social media, calm down. And it's funny, Polly Susuvien screenshotted it and then retweeted it. And they're like, you know, she, she this is a subliminal message. And I'm like, what? What are you talking no, about? Just calm it down. <laughs> Look at me. I'm so radical. What? I'm inciting calmness. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. These people yeah. are not unless we're like at each other's throats and throwing rocks and screaming at each other and like that that's how they want us right and i i just i refuse to partake in that baloney and yeah i'm going to remain calm because i've i've got faith that um i actually would way prefer um experts making these decisions than this ottawa knows best baloney yeah Mm -hmm. yep yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to let you know that while you were talking, uh, a bunch of people said thank you so much for all the hard work that you're doing, and uh, you know, thank you for supporting us and and gun owners in Canada. So it's not going unnoticed. So well, I appreciate that, and it's been uh, a particularly difficult um, time over the summer with uh, the difficulties with Rod and his health situation, and we've had lots of complications there, and he spent some time in the hospital and. It hasn't gone as um, smoothly as I thought it would or we mm-hmm. thought it would. So that's been a little bit difficult because I was like, hey, let's whip up a fundraiser and thank it everyone for that. And we'll just ship you off for treatment. And it just it hasn't quite worked out that way. So things are um, I, I don't want to say stabilizing. I think he's just getting used to being in pain. Like his throat's yeah. bleeding, his tongue's bleeding. Like he's mm-hmm. in a terrible state. But um I got to tell you, man, that guy's tough as nails. He came out and did a podcast with me last night because we just had to address the division and and um, hypersensitivity in our community. And I get it, man. I'm friggin' upset too, right? But yeah, um, Rod, I said to Rod, um, I'm naturally a really high-strung person. I'm not entirely sure that I'm one of those calming people that people need right now. <laughs> you actually are. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty spazzy myself, right? So I, um, he said, you know, Wilson, I think I'm going to uh, get Tracy to take me down to the studio and we'll, I'll try and ramble something out. Um, you yeah. know, it's difficult. He's highly medicated. He's in extreme yeah. pain, but this is, this is a CCFR. Like there, there isn't anything we won't do for gun owners or anything we won't endure 
uh, to do what's right. So yeah, that's where we're at. Well, we can show that we're united because it took us 60 hours to raise a lot of money for raw yeah. treatment. So we we're are at 112,000 now. So yeah, yeah. That was that was insane, and uh, I I know Loberg and I were talking in a message while that was all going on. I was like, "Where are we now?" You know, I said I want to give updates at like fifty, you know, halfway there, and you can keep up there. And then we were waiting, and we were thirty six dollars away from a hundred thousand dollars, and it was like, I don't know, it was like so suspenseful, and we were sitting in the PM, and you know, and then sure enough, oh, got another one. And then we were $12 away and I was like, oh, this is agony, you know, and then we finally, uh, we finally got it. And I got to tell you, I just broke down in tears. It was so emotional and amazing. And if I've said it once, I've said it a million times, gun owners are the very best people that Canada has to offer. It's a, it's a very generous community. And we've heard Trudeau say it a couple of times where he snidely says, uh, the well-funded gun lobby. And it's like, no, it's just good Canadians that care about our sport and yeah. our yeah. hobbies, right? We're not, you know, more than well, that. So Yeah, I, he also says, you know, all the extremists are in the gun lobby. And, mm. it's, you know, yeah, I'm just so wild and extreme. Like, I'm a chihuahua-owning grandma from the suburbs. That's my favorite my favorite line, right? Like, Yeah, all those doctors and, and judges and business owners and plumbers yeah, and electricians. Yeah, I mean, sure. There's uh, there are there's a few people in our community that may raise an eyebrow, but I have to say the supporters and members of the CCFR represent the very best of the gun community. So you're absolutely right. So yeah, yeah. Thank. All right. Okay, guys. Well, I'm gonna get back to work because I I need more than just Monday. I'm only as far as Monday. So all right, great. On the link, I'll add to it as we go. Okay. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Bye. Bye. All right. It's great that we could get an update on Rod as well. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Great interview. So and yeah. and also some a uh, good perspective on, on things as well. So just stay the course. All right. Let's well, uh, I can't uh, remember. Kelly, what else. Just Kelly jump straight back into your thing. Into what <laughs> Kelly, you what did you do in guns this week? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so did a whole bunch of things. Um, everybody ready? <laughs> so obviously we went to, I don't even remember when this is because it's been three weeks. So I went to Skeet Night with Kelly. We shot, we had fun. I think Shannon went with us as well. It was a fun time. Everybody had a great time. Um, signed up for another Ipsic match, uh, level two. And in this time, I went from signing up and then I got another email saying, will you work it? And I said, absolutely, 100%. And I got squatted and I'm working the weekend of that as well. It's another qualifier. It'll have one more qualifier on it as well. So I'll have all the qualifier. I'll have all the qualification um, stages shot and then I'll be able to be qualified. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be at the end of September. So if you are coming out to the level two that's at uh, Frontenac, I will be there and I'll be working at, we're going to have a great time. We had a great time last time as well. I did do a Cornwall. Listen, this is like three weeks old because I know Mo talked about it because I heard him talk about it. So I did a maple seed in Cornwall. Uh, so it was two events that ha- it took place. That's Cornwall, Ontario, by the way. Oh, look, my sandwich is in jeopardy. I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they were such good shooters in Cornwall. And then also, as I said, I had an opportunity to to meet Mo and in 
well, I've already met him in person, but spend some time with him. And we had a really great time. Uh, the shooters. Are we uh, still friends? Yeah, 100%. You're able okay. to come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you sure to be a little bit harder on him than anyone else? Uh, did you call him out specifically in any of the POIs? Yeah, I did actually. Didn't okay, I? good. Okay. Well, yeah, she yelled at me a few times. Yeah. I did. Very good. Very good. <laughs> you should feel singled out. I did. I did. Yes. Uh, he did actually, didn't you? I think. Yeah. I yeah. said, this is my friend Mo. He's my co host on Sunbury Radio. I introduced yeah. him. And uh, pretty uh, pretty good shooters. Uh, we had some shooters on the line as well. We, I, we had three of them. Uh, I think we had, and this is three weeks ago, like my brain's right. So we had three youth shooters and we had four people that qualified riflemen. We had a whole bunch of people requalify as well. And as I said, Mo was there and I uh, had the opportunity to spend some time with Mo afterwards as well and got his thoughts and feelings. And well, we went out for drinks and dinner uh, and it was great to get his feedback on it as well, and particularly since it was his first event. All of us have taken the event. Kyle, have you taken a maple seed? I have not yet. No. Okay. So the only one get on it. Uh, not Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's good to get uh, somebody else's perspective as well. So uh, I wanted to thank Mo for that too. So I did fly to with the ladies from the CCFR. So Tracy, Tracy Wilson, as well as Kelly Kincaid and uh, Tamara Latimer were part. Uh, we've formed a group of ladies that are the CCFR women's group. Um, and I flew it to Alberta. So I did spend some time in Alberta, God's country. I know it's beautiful out there. Uh, it was around the Calgary area. Uh, we were out there to do the CCFR Gunny Girl calendar photo shoot. And I would just wanted to say that I wanted to give a shout out to Amanda Fisher because she uh, stopped in at uh, the Calgary Shooting Center. Uh, Al Shaw also stopped in with his daughter. It was great to meet him. And he did a donation of a shotgun, too. So I wanted to thank you because I think that's going to be raffled off uh, for the program as well. Uh, Jeffries, uh, he set us up like big time. Uh, so Jeffries, he's... Uh, out at the Calgary Shooting Center. Uh, the experience that he set up for us was fantastic. So we got to shoot full auto at uh, mm. the Calgary Shooting Center. I'm just saying. Uh, so he wasn't there. Uh, he was on vacation, but he told his guys, uh, treat us well. And uh, they shot down the ranges for us, and we got to shoot privately. So just saying, thank you very much. Uh, so I got to shoot a Tommy gun and the H&K uh, 416 CQB model with a shorter barrel. Oh my God, I want it, but I can't have, I cannot have a full auto, but it was lots of fun. I can, uh, there's a video of it. I showed it, I shared it on the wall too. And, uh, it was really, really cute. The RSAs were really, really nice. Uh, but he, uh, so we, there was a new guy and this guy, he didn't. Okay. There's one guy that he didn't know who Tracy Wilson was or the CCFR and he's going, okay. Anyways, uh, he's our RSO. And then we had another RSO with us. And he knew who we were. And he was, oh, my God, it's Tracy Wilson. And, oh, my God, it's the Kellys. And that. And, uh, but he's relatively new to shooting. Anyways, so the newer guy to shooting sat, uh, did the safety briefing. And he's looking at us. And, and he's going, point the firearm down range. You know, da-da-da-da. And then he looks at us and he goes, I feel silly. And we're going, why? And he goes, he goes, because I feel like you guys know more about guns than I do. And we're going, 
Yeah, probably. And he goes, this is just stupid for me to do it, but I got to do it. I said, don't worry about it. Anyways, so we went on to the range. And then again, so the other guy who had no idea who we were, he was explaining things to us, operations and everything. Kelly went up first, and I believe she actually shot the H&K. And and she started, and he basically says, I'll put my hand in your back. And all this, and he goes, yeah, you guys are good. Anyways, so... Yeah, it was a great time at Gallery Shooting Center. I got some swag, obviously. Uh, what we did do after that is immediately we went over to the Shooting Edge. And I just want to say that that is an amazing range as well. Uh, they had, um, some from a female perspective, they have one of the biggest um, apparel f- uh, section for females. So if you're looking for a gear, go over there. I bought some 5.11 gear. I got a new jacket, got new pants. Uh yeah, like for females, I struggled to find gear that fits and also it was not going to cost me an arm or leg. And they had great section. I also wanted to let you know that the Shooting Edge, they do something that's really cool. And I think that it's something, it's the only one I've ever seen at a range. And what they do is they have an industrial kitchen at the back and they have tables all set up and they bring in chefs and they prepare meals. They call it date night. So couples come in. And the chef will prepare wild game and they'll pair it with wine. And then what they do is they show you how to clean and cook the meal properly and then what wine to drink with that. And then, you know, if you go out and you're hunting and you get that game, then you come back and you can uh, in your own home and now you know how to cook it. And, you know, so a lot of people complain that what, you know, meats too gamey or tough or whatever, or they don't know how to cook it. And this is something that will overcome that. And it, not only that, you sometimes people uh, like, for example, will like to hunt and other people like to cook, um, but it shows the appreciation for it as well. So I think that more ranges should be like that. I think uh, I just want to move to Calgary and I want to go and do it. And I've decided that. Yeah, I have to move to Alberta now. But anyways, so, yeah. We've got uh, workplaces. I We've know, got jobs. Just thinking yeah. about that. Uh, Our cost of houses are, isn't uh, completely insane. Especially around, the, you, oh no, those houses, there were some pretty insane ones out there. They were incredible, uh, especially some of the ranches that we were, were out close to us. Um, mm. We So we rented a little place, uh, Airbnb, rented the whole entire place, had a bunch of ladies come and sleep overnight and spend the weekend together. And we had such a great time. Like it was fantastic. We had a photographer, Sean Arnston. I don't know if you know who he is, but he is an incredible photographer. Him and his crew took photos for us. Um, and uh, they basically... Uh, the, the way that they took the photos, they knew instinctually that they got the photos that they needed and it was time. It, it just took no time at all. And the girls were super relaxed and we all had so much fun. And Sean actually, he had uh, the locations already picked out and uh, basically the friends of his. And we, we were in a garage where there was $3 million worth of, um, uh, there was a Lamborghini. There was, uh, uh, you know, the old school Batmobile uh, car. I don't even know what make it is. I think it's a Chevy. Anyways, so from, oh, yeah, I'm showing my age. Mo, you would know. You know, Batman from Batman and Robin, where it was uh, Adam West. You know the car he had? Yeah, that car. That was in yeah, there. Yeah, of course. The classic. Yeah. 
yeah so yeah um so you'll see photos of that i just wanted to say that there is again some amazing ladies that came out i got to meet uh didn't casey from lady guns in person like i've never met them in person i've talked to them like hundreds of times right they've been on the show as well uh but i got to meet those uh, those guys in person so that was so much fun uh and then also uh before we left uh calgary we got to meet uh the only uh canadian that went to the olympics for us that shot uh linda um she is a native of Calgary and a friend of the CCFR. She actually, so she was the endorser from two years ago for the ladies um, CCFR Gunny Girl calendar. So she came out to the Airbnb on the Sunday night and she brought a bottle of wine and we sat down and we had some uh, girl talk and it was really, really, really good to meet Linda in person as well. I've talked to her several times as well. And yeah, anyways, uh, one of the next things I did was the, uh, yeah, sorry. I know I'm taking forever into this. Uh, the next thing that I did, I think I'm missing some stuff, but I just couldn't remember. I just put some more stuff in here. Uh, Odell Industry Day. So Phil Odell and his team put together, um, they do it annually. Uh, they put together an industry day and they invited us, uh, Tracy and the Kellys to come on out to it. Anyway, so I got to go out to Cambridge. Uh, actually, it was the Galt uh, Sportsman's Club and shoot all the Canuck uh, and Bagheera line. So it was a lot of fun. The And obviously get to talk to everybody who's in the industry. Um, so some of the retailers and that. And Armchar was out there as well. And they had a little separate booth where we could shoot all the guns. So the, It's, all the it's a nice range too, isn't it, Kelly? Yeah, it's a beautiful range. Yeah, I'm a member. Uh, are you a member there? Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so Don Demers, or sorry, not Don, Dan Demers was out there. So he is our friend from Connect uh, Cases, but he's now repping for Glock. So just in case nobody knew that, or I think everybody hmm. probably knows that if they if they follow him. Uh, one of the things that I've never done that I got to do, and I think it's one of my new favorite things to do, is to uh, shoot five stand. Do you guys know how to shoot five stand? I have, and I dislike it. Why? <laughs> Maybe it's the core setters. I dislike it. Probably because I just suck at it. But yeah. Well, well yeah, you have to get good I at suck it. It's worse <laughs> than any other clay sport. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's fun. I think it's kind of like shotgun poker. It's awesome. <laughs> so I've never shot it before. I just think that it's we need to bring it to a lot more ranges so that we can do it. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. I uh, just wanted to say thank you to Phil and Ian from Odell. We had such a great time and thank you for all your efforts and uh, all your continuous support as well. So Phil Odell truly is, if you don't already own a Canuck, you should go out and buy one. But uh, Phil Odell is truly one of the biggest sponsors for uh, our supporters of uh, Canadian gunner owners in Canada. So you just need to know that. Take my word. I know. I also spent Sunday at the range this week. I We did kind of like a, a sleepover at Kelly's on the weekend. But part of that was to spend Sunday at the range. Uh, we went out and we shot some steel in the bunker. And I'm really loving shooting steel in the bunker now. It was a ton of fun. I uh, did pretty well. I think I had the best time for the ladies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did, actually. Um, the tips that you guys gave me for the Texas Star really, really helped um, as well. 
And uh, as I said, it was fascist time-ish. Anyways, for me, it was under 30 seconds. And, and also, I only had to use make in a little bit. There was eight poppers. There was Texas Star. And yeah. And the other thing I got to do, too, is uh, I took out my... I shot with my CZ, but I also shot it with my Glock 17 because I had the Olight on it and I wanted to use uh, the... Um, laser on it but guess what the laser doesn't work at 20 meters <laughs> don't work so mm. but it's still fun to do so that's it i think that's everything besides you know doing all my meetings and organizing calendars and picking the calendar girls pictures and all that too so yeah that's it um uh, why don't we actually move on and get into upcoming events? Upcoming events is sponsored by TLS Alpha. TLS Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively with Firearms Vertical. Uh, they help with business processes, strategic plannings, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma that the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. So why don't you go and check them out at TLSAlpha.com. Uh, in here, there's uh, upcoming Maple Seed events. Yours tickets available still for there's uh, Winnipeg, one event at Winnipeg is sold out, but the next day is still has uh, spots available. So go to our website and pick and check that out. And if you're not listening live, you will know by tomorrow that Stittsville in Ont Ottawa, basically Ontario is um, being released to the public uh, the, tonight at midnight around there. Adriel, do you want to do that? And um, yeah. Uh, any other events that uh, you guys think of that we didn't put on here? Three gun. Is that still going on? Yeah, that's in a couple mm -hmm. few weeks. So it's the AP Three Gun team match. We've, we've been mentioning it for the last few weeks, but uh, two man teams, October 2nd and 3rd, $160 a team. There's currently 14 teams signed up. Okay. If you want to come check it out, uh, go jump on my AP Three Gun Facebook page, contact Steve O, and it's actually in the events on that page. Send them money, register, pick your team name, and come out and have an absolutely great blast. blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have right. an absolute blast shooting three gun. Cool. Okay. Um, let's get into the news. The news. Uh, so the news is uh, Chaz is back. D yeah, did you talk open, about it? was open the same day that we made the announcement that it was closed. Okay. So did we even cover it on the show? By the way, I haven't listened to the last three episodes. <laughs> Oops. We covered that it was oh, closed. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we didn't cover why. It was county stuff. The, yeah. The county um, wanted to take a look and inspect some things. Some deputy inspectors came out and they're like, okay, we're done. And then the other inspector came and said, we want to take a look. And Chaz was like, you guys already just came out here. No, you guys already inspected it. And they're like, we're shutting you down. So oh. that's what happened there. Really? put an appeal and now it's back open and i don't know i'll have to get the other inspector out there or something so okay yeah. all right what is it what does that mean what does it teach us what does it say um we have a lawyer on retainer that's a good one Gov government uh only tries to keep its own existence and uh just soak up as much money as possible that's true sounds right yep since the government employee. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. Anyways, Chad's back open. Yeah, that's good. Congratulations. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, there's no link in here, but do we want to really talk about it? The terrorist stabbing in New Zealand? 
Uh, I it was just oh. in, interesting how it was handled, but how was it handled? Oh, yeah, tell us more. Uh, well, their prime minister, who was you know obviously used the <clears throat> previous massacre to unveil all the gun control mm-hmm. measures and just went full out on it. She comes out and says, and she basically blamed the individual instead yes. of the object. And oh. she was very clear in her statement about that. I'm like, wow. So when it's a knife, it's the person. And when it's a gun and a gun is used, then it's the gun. Yeah. That's so, odd. I, I would have thought she would have went Aussie on it and started banning knives. Yeah. Hmm. Have weird maybe, maybe that's coming. Maybe that's coming. That. So yeah. wait for that's it. Stuff. All right. Yeah. And then there'll be something else after that. So. Yeah. Well, hmm. we already, anyways, never mind. We're down one, one, day, one day they'll ban murder and then this will mm-hmm. all be over. So. <laughs> I got news well, for you. Why don't we just it's do that? Banned. Banned. Uh, yeah. Right. Let's just get to that. Yeah. Let's ban murder. <laughs> okay. Uh, the CCFR legal donations, there's no new ones because we've been busy or, uh, well, quite frankly, the people that post the legal donations, they've been busy otherwise. If you t- stay tuned for the uh, upcoming uh, interview, you'll hear where what they've been doing and where they've been doing. But I'm, not, you can... I'm not putting the interview later. It's staying where it is right there. Okay, never mind. So you've already mm-hmm. heard it. Awesome. So, you know, Tracy's been super busy as well. So uh, the other thing is you can still go. Uh, so mm-hmm. Tracy was talking about all these television shows, or not television shows, uh, all of these advertising and and the brochures that had to get printed as well. All of this costs money. And then also she did break the news that, you know, if the uh, government is still liberal after on the 21st, we're still going to have to actually uh, do the charter challenge. And then also if it flips over to the conservatives, then we will still actually put um, instead of liberal government, it will be the conservative government that we will do the charter challenge with. So that takes money. So I challenge you and everybody that all my co-hosts and everybody that's listening currently right now or on a podcast, go and send some money to the CCFR. You can go through the donations on the website. You can go to uh, finance or, and just send them some money. And I think they have one more sign that you can do too. go and, uh, you know, donate $10 and you can win a sign. Somebody won one, apparently. Oh yeah. I, I don't know mm-hmm. who that is. Do you know that person? Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. It's a stranger Run, to me. <laughs> running running the ads during football is a big deal because most people record stuff now and skip through commercials, but you know, sports is something that people still watch live and will catch those commercials. So I think that's like huge for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. CFL football, right? Yes, people still that's watch it. Hmm. Yeah. TSN. Okay. Rough uh, what? Rough Riders. Which Rough. ones? <laughs> There's no the, the Ottawa's. Are I know. I'm kidding. Red and blacks. Okay. Uh, New Gun Stuff sponsor is Bolt Action Coffee. Signfire Radio is a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. Uh, the coffee is roasted in small batches. By the way, they're going to be doing uh, the uh, the November 11th one again. They just posted about that. So. Uh, go and go over to boltactioncoffee.com. Use discount code SLAMFIRE. It's all one word, and it's capitalized as well. Go over there. You'll get a little bit of discount. You'll support a veteran-owned company, especially right now, because they're going to be roasting some of the Remembrance Day stuff. So go do that. All right, new gun stuff. 
Adriel. I got some new gun stuff and some of it is actually most of these are pretty wild. I've, I've somehow in the last uh, one minute, as you're reading the other stuff there, found a bunch of crazy stuff that, uh, that I wanted to cover. So uh, I think I'm going to start with the one that I'm most jazzed about. And that's this one, the, uh, the GSG, they are making GSGs with uh, 16s with nine inch barrels and they're already on the way to Canada. Really? So, Delask was taking some of the GSG 16s and then putting a barrel on them that was short, and now they're just going to come like that. They look odd, anyways, and now they're going to look odd. No, they look, like the shorter barrel is so good. Well, let's bring up the so you got you got the pictures there with the nine inch. Let's go down to where it shows the smaller underneath of it, where it says where it shows the where it is with the small. Second, I'll show you what I'll show you what it looks like because Delask is making these. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that. Very small. Mm. Just pokes out the end. Yeah, people are going to lose their minds over that. Mm. Well, they're already losing their minds over everything anyways. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very cool. Ooh. Surprising uh, that going to be. Oh, look, there's your show know. notes. don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, I wonder which one I'll stay with. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Frontier Firearms has Walther P1 9mm stripped frames for like 30 bucks. So if you wanted to, I don't know, get it restricted or uh, get on to building a P1. That's an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lynx belt, uh, they're carrying them at Tenda. So if you want to mm. build a belt and you don't want to deal with like shipping to the US and uh, customs fees and all that kind of jazz, you can just um, build it out. They've got all the stuff here. If you already have an inner belt, you don't have to do that. You can just buy individual links and a buckle kit and away you go kind of a thing. Nice. nice. I still yeah. I protest on that one. Have you worn yours? Um, it's sized for Carson, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's, Is it? Yeah. Why you th- you think it's it's uncomfortable or something? No. Yeah, I think it, one. It's going to be uncomfortable, and two, it's. Um, I just really think those in between sizes. The, the length buckle handles it. The okay. buckle has some spread to it, so it handles the in between. I have some spread to me too. <laughs> Pardon? The belt, the belt won't help with that. Muffin <laughs> uh, top. Anyways, go. And then this other one, another like check out this <laughs> dot. This is the uh, the Delta Point Micro. Yeah. Uh, from Loophold. Yeah. Look, look, that doesn't even look like a dot. That doesn't even look like it should work. And it's on the back. What's it hangs gonna over happen? The back there, it's like yeah, yeah it hangs over the back for the battery and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, I guess I don't know. How it's, durable is that? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Space Delta magic. point, so I would expect it to be pretty pretty durable. durable. I'm gonna have to watch mm-hmm. that video that's attached to it as well. With that, I, I wonder if you'd actually feel like I don't know if you guys have noticed that, like when you put an optic on a pistol and you just start shooting optics without shooting it, you feel like you're tilting your guns down so far to. Yeah, because you're trying dot. to find the dot. Yeah, seeing that that True. replaces your rear sight, yeah. I wonder if it would be mm. more natural like when you were just coming up with irons, if it would feel you the same. You would be able to see the front sight, right? Yeah. You'd be able to see the front as it comes in. That's Somebody, a good point. Yeah, Adriel, you should ask them to send you one for free. <laughs> hey, Lupin, I don't know if you know who I am. Uh, Can I'm you send from, out uh, four of them, Canadian, please? Yeah, I need... <laughs> I need four of these to try them out and see if they're up to snuff up to my standards and our yeah. standards, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if Tenda has them, then Korth has them. 
Well, Korth is a supplier. <laughs> I know. Who brings them in? Yes. Kyle scheming. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. K- K- Korth is your sponsor. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. That's uh, that's all the new gun stuff I could find. All right. That's it. Pretty good stuff this week, by the way. Uh, all right. So let's get into listener feedback. Listener feedback sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms for finishing. He offers hot bluing, primerizing, Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. No updates to this. I'm kind of sad about that. Uh, check out his online inventory of new used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more. Maybe he has a loophole with the, anyways, uh, at uh, dcgunsmith.ca. Uh, you can also check him out on Facebook as well as Instagram as well. And yeah, go ahead and say hi to Denny. He's a good guy. All right, what do we got for you? Any, uh, any feedback from uh, Facebook? I think we. Nothing all. really on Facebook, nothing really on emails either. Just a, yep. a guest, a, a potential guest emailing us there. Yeah. So, uh, Daryl. Yeah. Daryl's from Vortex. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. He's from Vortex. And I, uh, he came out and sponsored the USC Ladies' Day. Oh, I didn't talk about the USC Ladies' Day. Oops. <laughs> totally missed that out. And what it, oh, yeah. I did another Ladies' Day. So at USC, crap. I knew I forgot something. Um, yeah, Vortex sponsored at EOSC CCFR was a joint effort, and we had 61 uh, ladies come out to the event. Great time was had by all. We mm-hmm. shot uh, we shot some really cool guns on the rifle range. We shot some. They had quite. Remember when when we had uh, Meridon? Uh, we were talking about doing an Ipsic demonstration and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. I met her too. Uh, so. Um, they had their own little bay where they did a Nipsic demonstration and then they had cowboy action as well. Cool. So cowboy action had their little, uh, uh, bay where they did a demonstration. We had, it was catered lunch. It was awesome. Uh, Vortex came and they brought some nice spiffy rifles and, uh, provided uh, swag bags and everything. It was a fun time. It was really fun. So, yeah. So wanted to say thanks to them. But the reason why I'm talking about them is, one, because I forgot to actually put it in what I did in guns this week. There's so much stuff. I can't remember everything. And then Daryl. Daryl is one of the reps for uh, Vortex. So he, I asked him right then and there. We all went for lunch or breakfast in the morning. And so I emailed him as I was sitting there. I said, would you like to come on? Because I know a lot of people are asking about scopes and how to mount them correctly. So you're not crashing the tubes and what to look for and et cetera. So uh, he's going to come on. So I'll schedule him in, in the future. So if you have any scope questions, make sure that you email us, let us know, and maybe uh, Daryl can answer them for you. Apparently you're supposed to drink wine while mounting scopes. That's what somebody... Uh... Well, we drank way too much wine. So that's one of the things we were supposed to do on the weekend is on Saturday night, we we're supposed to mount a scope to a new Bergera. And we didn't get to that because we were drinking wine. So we got up at <laughs> 7 a.m. We're supposed to do both, not one or the other. The multitask, yeah. No, we wanted to make sure it, uh, you know, was going to stay on the rifle and not fall off next time it shot. So, and it's also leveled and mounted correctly. So we got up at 7 and did that. We mounted it at 7 a.m. and then went to the range and shot. But we didn't act, We didn't get a chance to shoot the rifle because it started at 4. We just shot the steel challenge. So I, I uh, 
I, I might have had some beers and watched someone grind their uh, brand new $400 forehand right out of the box in order to fit it on their uh, on their rifle the other day. Oh my gosh. And mount a 6.5, not Creedmoor. What was the other one again? Grendel. Grendel. Mount a 6.5 Grendel barrel on their rifle as well. Who is that? It's a mystery. Wow. You know him, though. Oh. You know him. Mm-hmm. Mm. I wonder. All right. Uh, if you'd like to send an email to the show, send it to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Just, uh, yeah, say hi. Uh, Patreon. Uh, we don't have any Patreon supporters, but we do want to say thank you to everybody who's currently supporting us on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com uh, backslash uh, slamfireradio. Anything that you donate, one, we'll give you a shout out, and two, uh, we'll send you out some swag as well. And Adriel's up to date on that. So, shout outs. Adriel? Uh, yeah, to the Drumheller range for having us out there. It was fantastic. Uh, and to all the ITs and instructors that were out there as well that helped uh, put, put on a great event. Awesome. Uh, Mo? Uh, to everyone that met at the Quebec Provincial, some listeners, and uh, uh, all the match officials, it went, real, it went really well. So. Excellent. Kyle? Uh, everyone who came out on Saturday to work on the range. So there was Eldon, Pete, Devin, Mike, Paul, and Lyle. And we thank you for all the hard work that we put in on Saturday. Awesome. I just wanted to say I had a lot of people that I interacted with over the last little while. Uh, there was a few show listeners. I wanted to give them a shout out as well. Um, also sponsors for the show and all sponsors for the CCFR. But everybody, oh, that's one of the things that I have to say. Our community is an incredible community and so supportive of each other. And, you know, we do so much and we're trying to spread the cheer and and that right now, and it's really important for us to do, but I just wanted to give everybody in our whole entire community a shout out because you know what? Right. You're doing great. Just stay the course. That's all I have to say. But uh, again, super shout out to everybody uh, that I've interacted with over the last uh, couple of months. And then also to Tracy as well for coming on to show uh, tonight and giving us an update on uh, the election and what we can do to influence it as well. All right. So that's it. Go and check us out on Gunners Canada. Give us a like on Facebook. I updated that today as well. Uh, send us for review on Facebook. That's that's available. Uh, join the CCFR or go, well, actually go and join them and then also donate to their legal challenge. Um, and that's it. See everybody next week. Yes. Yeah. All next right. week. Bye. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.